Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. The federal NDP is engaged in attempting to push legislation through Parliament to ban using force against children by adults in a supervisory position, including in schools across Canada, as well as parental spanking in the home. And that's going to second reading in Parliament. We talked about this on the air 30-plus years ago. It was a huge issue, extremely emotional responses, and it was particularly about a parent's right to spank. In 2004, the Supreme Court of Canada upheld what is known as Section 43 of the Criminal Code permitting corporal punishment under specific circumstances. Spanking must be used only for corrective purposes, The court ruled the child must be older than two years of age, not a teenager, when being spanked by a parent, and be able to understand why the punishment is being applied and that the spanking may not degrade the child. Also, the adult is not allowed to spank or otherwise corporally punish a child when the adult is in a state of anger. By the way, 1892 was when Section 43 was placed into the Canadian Criminal Code, 1892. Uh, teachers are not in favor. The Canadian Teachers Federation does not like this this bill by the NDP. Um, where else can we go with this? If, oh, yeah, there have been concerns expressed. And this was, well, I've heard it in the last couple of days, but I also heard it 30 years ago, that parents who spank their children should Section 43 be removed might face criminal charges, not only if they spank their child, but also if they buckle their child in a child car seat, if the child objects. There were all sorts of potential problems that were brought into the discussion. Uh, Even if Section 43 is removed, adults would still be permitted to use force against children in an emergency situation. Goes this Bill 273. And then we can dig into the weeds and try to Try to define what an emergency situation is. We call Justin Trudeau in for that one. Ari Goldkind is a Toronto criminal lawyer, media commentator. Always like to go to Ari for his thoughts and opinions on issues that are really uh, fundamental to the way we think and uh, get us all engaged. How are you, Ari? I'm great, and that was a good Justin Trudeau joke, by the way. I like it. <laughs> it just came to me, you know, it just came to well, me. Well, it was, it, it was a good one, but you know, you've taken away some of the need for me today because you've explained the history of this, the law of it going to the Supreme court in 2004 quite well. This is essentially another aspect of the no discipline party, uh, basically trying to fix a problem that doesn't exist. And for just your listeners to understand the history of this, there is no problem in Canada that requires this legislation. This all came from, and again, we live in a country that is absolutely choking on wokeness, an incident that happened at an Aboriginal or Indigenous school in the Yukon many, many years ago, and now as a result of the Truth and Reconciliation Commission, which I won't get into, now the NDP tries to pick this up to say, Houston, we have a problem. The only problem that we'll have, Roy, and you know, my view on this is very simple. If this bill being repealed is great for me, which it would be. I'll explain that in a moment. It's bad for Canada and Canadians. And what I mean by that, and a lot of your listeners, Roy, we always think wrongly 
that people are in nuclear families today. A mother, a father, 2.2 children. That's not the case. Why does that matter? Because right now we live in a society where there is very little discipline. We have teachers, which I think has to be a part of this segment, Roy, leaving the profession in droves. And what they'll tell you is that there's a reason that they're leaving the profession in droves. It's not because of the pay. It's because of the violence, rowdiness, and unruliness that teachers face, particularly in Toronto, uh, where I practice most of the time, and they face significant violence. So that's the classroom part, that if a teacher touches a kid, restrains them, holds them, stops them even from hitting themselves or hitting a fellow student, they're now going to be exposed to criminal charges, which, as I said, is great for me and therefore bad for Canadians. The second part, Roy, which I think is just as important, is people will say, listening to me, well, look, if a parent spanks their kid in the privacy of their own home, even if this bill is repealed, there's no way the cops are going to charge them. They're not going to end up needing Ari Golkind. Wrong. I can tell you, Roy, right now that almost every criminal defense lawyer in Canada has numbers, dozens of cases where parents going through a custody dispute will hurl all sorts of either true or false accusations at the other parent as an attempt to get leverage in a family court proceeding. So if anybody doesn't think this will lead to people being charged criminally that should never be charged criminally, well, I can assure you that I know how the sausage is made and this bill is completely problematic. And again, Roy, as somebody who doesn't think children should be hit, I am convinced that anything beyond a spank or maybe just a restraint probably screws a kid's mind up, my full disclosure bias at hand. This is a bill, Roy, that does absolutely nothing significant. And in fact, I think will give license to children and teenagers to be even worse than they already are. It's the Children's Bill of Rights. That's how it's titled this particular piece of legislation. Ari, I remember, again, going back to the very beginnings of my discussions about this issue on the air. So that would be 30, 35 years ago. Uh, we had a call from a, a teacher, grade five teacher. I will never forget this call. And she said, we just moved. My family and I just moved. We were too close to the school where I teach. Elementary school, grade five. Yeah. Yeah. Too close to the school where I teach 35 years ago. We moved so far away that the students in my class cannot reach us even on their bicycles because we're afraid of them 35 years ago. So let me comment on that, Roy, because I am very lucky enough to be friends and good friends with many teachers as a function of my age and my place in life. I just happen to be friends with a lot of teachers. And I can tell you, they have muzzled themselves. They have silenced themselves. As Canada changes, as Toronto changes, demographically and in every other way, very few parents and particularly fathers left in the home. If you're a person who likes Bill Maher, this was a huge part of his show on Friday night, talking about certain people committing certain crimes, and you can link it all back to fatherlessness or a, a, no father in the home. That's factually true, whether people think it's third rail or not. These teachers, Roy, have faced very significant violence in certain Toronto schools. Their principals do not back them, because if they do, they're worried about being called a certain word because the kids that are committing the violence are, let's just say, not Amish or Mennonite. 
And it is a very, very, very significant problem. And again, this affects all children. And just to your listeners, to go back to my bias, Roy, because my bias is no child should be attacked, assaulted, threatened. This is a problem. That, this is a bill that doesn't fix anything because in 2004, and you mentioned this in our intro, so kudos to you for doing it. The Supreme Court laid out for everybody listening who agrees with me or probably you, Roy, that says, look, no child should be roughed up. No child should be manhandled in any way that more than calms them down or keeps them from hurting themselves or others. The Supreme Court literally, in six very easy-to-read lines, said this is a crime if you do X, Y, A, B, C, D, E, F, which is what they were saying is, this is basically only a spank in the home to correct behavior, or a teacher in a school who has a kid going absolutely bananas and just restrains them or uses very mild corporate punishment. This is, again, something that's very symptomatic of a society that seems to want to reward terrible behavior and assume that by singing Kumbaya, you impose discipline on particularly young boys who are so tripped up with testosterone that when there's nobody to say no to them or correct that behavior, what do we think that kind of lack of correction is going to lead to? It's going to lead to all the other segments you and I, Roy, do every other week about carjacking, home invasion, violent crime, stabbings, and shootings. There is a through line there, and there is a connection. Yeah. And remember, again, the bill is called the Children's Bill of Rights. So right, it's, it's inevitable. It's, in, it's inevitable that the parent's going to be dragged in and the parent's going to be turned into the villain in any kind of legislation like this is brought forward by the New Democrats. That's right. Let's go to your calls for parents and for teachers on this NDP Bill 273. No spanking. That's what they're saying. What do you say? Should parents be continued to allow to spank? And if you're a teacher who's run into a difficult situation or a threatening situation in the classroom or anywhere involving your students, we'd like to hear from you. 1-800-263-2428. Susan in Burnaby, British Columbia. Hi, Susan. Oh, hello. What a hornet's nest. So Roy, It is. It absolutely is. Parents have failed society. Hard stop. I mean, teachers, like, that is crazy. And, and how kids are disrespectful. I have a 30-year-old and a 34-year-old, and I spent a lot of loving time with them. But my son, he was a little bit of a monkey. And if he didn't listen, I gave him a few chances. After that, you bet, I spanked him. He didn't leave a welt. It was just enough to say, hey, this is serious. You know, you, you don't want to be spanked. You do as you're told. So was it, was it, was it the equivalent of a, of a open hand on a closed bottom? Oh, absolutely. You know, and he was in school the time that they were talking about good touch, bad touch. And I agree with that as far as abuse, like sexual abuse. Of course. But he told me one day, he said, Mom, I'm going to tell the teachers that you spanked me. And I said, well, you better, you better think yeah, about it. Yeah, but you know. Um, you know, you could end up in a home that you don't even know the people. Exactly, Susan. It's if ridiculous. this piece of legislation does pass and a child goes to school and says, my parents spanked me, yeah. you know who would be at your door? Yeah. The police. That's ridiculous, right? The police. Yeah. And you could face criminal charges. Thank you for the call. Section 43. And we talked about this a couple of years ago as well. If you were to take your child, your small child, and, and, and 
push your child who may be fighting, you know, being a little kid, doesn't want to get in the car seat and is fighting back and you force your little kid into the car seat, that could lead to a visit from the police and charges laid against you. Should a parent have the right to spank? My mother used to spank me open hand, backside. I was a bit of a challenge as a kid. My dad had a way of talking to me that I, I always wanted to do exactly what he said, even if I didn't agree with it, because he had a different way of approaching things. My mother would, would tell me to do something, then she'd tell me again, then she'd tell me about 44 more times, and then she'd resort to the uh, open hand on the, on the backside. Uh, where are we going here? Robert. Robert in Hamilton. How are you, Robert? Very good. I just, we, we saw, saw a TV show as a family a while back, a long time ago when the kids were young. And it was about elephants. And what it was was a bunch of renegade teenage elephants. And they were killing the rhinoceros, ganging up with them and killing them. And what the solution was for, for this television show was they brought in a full bull. This was an elephant that would have been 40 years old. And it was huge. It was much bigger and everything like that. And he straightened out all the kids. And I told the kids at the time, I go, the bull elephant, that's me. Okay, you guys have got to listen. What did the What did the kids say to that? The kids, they, they were, they're all, they're laughing. Everything you're now saying, I go, no, no, you guys got to think. It's just, I do this because I know more than you right now in your lifetime. And I said, I love you more than any other thing, any other person. Nobody's gonna, nobody's gonna be on your side other than me when things are bad. Remember that. And the bottom line is, I said, if I'm going to punish you, I'm going to punish you, and I don't have to give an excuse for it. I don't whack you or beat you or not. None of that happened in our family. But the bottom line is, is that kids, one, have to obey their parents. And we don't have enough fathers in the world that taking care of the kids. And that's one of the main problems. Robert, let me guess. Let me guess. You have a great relationship with your kids. I got no today. Problem. I got no problem. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.